This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, you are listening to the news on Radio Romania International. I am Vlad Palku. On the rundown today, 103 Romanian citizens in Gaza and members of their families were granted access to Egypt. Cash payments will be restricted to 1,000 euro per day for natural persons starting January 1, 2024. And the authorities will review allowances and benefits awarded to people with disabilities after discovering irregularities in 1,400 of the 1,700 files they have examined so far. One hundred and three Romanians and members of their families in Gaza were last night given permission to cross the Rafah border into Egypt, the Romanian Foreign Ministry has announced. The Romanians were notified about border crossing procedures and their evacuation to Egypt will be carried out today in compliance with specific regulations. Subsequently, they will be flown home from Cairo on board a special flight. Romanian authorities remain in contact with Egyptian and Israeli authorities with a view to bringing home the remaining Romanian citizens in Gaza who've asked for assistance. Leaders of UN agencies have called for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza, one month since hostilities broke out in the area. An entire population is besieged and under attack, denied access to the essentials for survival, bombed in their homes, shelters, hospitals and places of worship. This is unacceptable, UN leaders said in a joint statement. The 18 senatories include Volker Turk, the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, the head of the World Health Organization Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, and UN Aid Chief Martin Griffiths. In turn, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said the situation in Gaza is a crisis of humanity and that Palestinian territories bombed by the Israeli armed forces are rapidly turning into a graveyard for children. The so-called Hamas authorities announced a death toll has exceeded 10,000 in Gaza, of whom 4,000 children. Cash payments made by natural persons or self-employed people will be restricted to a maximum of 1,000 euro per day starting January 1, 2024, and further down to 500 euro starting January 1, 2025. The limitation was included in a package of fiscal and budget measures over which Marcel Ciolacu's cabinet assumed responsibility in Parliament and which was ruled constitutional by the Constitutional Court. Marcel Ciolacu says the measure is designed to combat tax evasion. 
The Prime Minister also mentioned the government doesn't want to eliminate cash payments altogether, arguing, however, that Romania has the highest tax evasion rate at EU level, totaling 160 billion euro, accounting for 10% of their GDP. Representatives of SMEs and experts alike have criticized the measure. The Romanian Labour Ministry announced it will review the allowances and benefits awarded to people with disabilities in Ilfov County after discovering irregularities in 1,400 of the 1,700 files they have examined so far. Minister Simona Bucurau-Prescu said the ministry has notified the authorities and the members of the Ilfov County Committee for the evaluation of people with disabilities have been dismissed. The topic was discussed at coalition level and its leaders decided to conduct checks regarding the way disability certificates are issued nationwide. Some 800,000 people own disability certificates and receive financial aid, which puts Romania at the top of the list in Europe, Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu says. And that was the news. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. A cap on payments made by private persons to companies has triggered concerns among the population and even experts. I'm Cristina Matescu with a commentary by Mihai Pelin. Following a government cap on cash payments in an attempt to keep tax evasion in check, a number of banks in Romania have in recent days increased their fees on cash transactions. Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu thus met the members of the Romanian Association of Banks, in which it was agreed that bank fees will not increase for private and legal persons. Moreover, the representatives of the government and of banks established a permanent mechanism for consultation together with the National Bank. Romania does not have an economic problem and has natural resources and qualified labor, growing foreign investment and a high level of public investment. To ensure economic sustainability, however, we need to combat tax evasion, reduce budget expenses and enhance the efficiency of the public administration, said the Prime Minister during the meeting. The most important subject, however, is that linked to the measure related to cash payments. Marcel Ciolanco said the concerns raised in the public space are justified and must be addressed. 
Este o problemă la mici întreprinzători și acolo cu... Small entrepreneurs have a problem and cash payments may lead to never-ending queues at the bank. I don't think anyone wants this. We have to hold further talks with small and medium-sized businesses and find solutions, perhaps for different groups of products. The former Liberal Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă said the issue of cash payments must be revised after a new assessment. We have to either go back to the previous cap of 10,000 lei or hold further talks with experts. Liberal MPs have in the meantime initiated a bill to return to the previous caps on the amount of cash used in transactions by private and legal persons. Liberal MP Adrian Cosma. The bill proposes a return to the initial version of Law 70 of 2015, which provides for a cap of 50,000 lei for transactions between private persons and 10,000 lei for those between commercial entities. The government's move to cap payments in cash to 5,000 lei has also come under criticism from the representatives of the Employers' Association for small and medium-sized companies, which say it is ineffective and that while seeking to reduce tax evasion, the result may just be the opposite. Experts say the measure conceals the state's inability to collect taxes and that the banks will cash more money on card payments. They also recall what happened in 2013 in Cyprus, when the two biggest banks were restructured and citizens were unable to take out more than 50 euros a day using their cards. Some view the cap on cash payments for private persons as a means of asset control from the state and the banking system. In the local elections in the Republic of Moldova, the pro-Europeans obtained victories in the rural areas but did not win in the big cities. I am Lecremera Simeon with details in this commentary by Ștefan Stoica. Over three decades, the Republic of Moldova, Romania's neighbor to the east, has made a giant leap from being a vassal of Moscow in the Soviet era to being a candidate for EU accession. Russia's aggression against Ukraine, against which the pro-European administration in Chisinau, led by President Maya Sandu, adopted a correct stand by denouncing it in harsh terms, gave a boost to the process of heading towards the West, where they can find a chance of democratic stability and prosperity. The resistance of the pro-Russian left is, however, obvious. Sunday's local elections are proof thereof. Maya Sandu's Action and Solidarity Party won more than 40% of the votes cast for mayors, councillors and district councils and village councils. The presidential party won mayoral seats in the first round of voting in more than a quarter of around 900 villages and towns. The victories were mostly in rural areas and the candidates of the Action and Solidarity Party failed to win mayoral positions in the big cities. In Chisinau, the incumbent mayor, Ion Ceban, a former prominent member of the Socialist Party, was re-elected in the first round. However, his party did not obtain the same success in the municipal council. Analyst Ion Taburza notices that the governing party has accumulated fewer votes than expected. We understand that the positions of the socialists as a whole, with those of the communists, are quite solid. 
I somehow came up with certain optimistic forecasts, according to which two-thirds of the society is pro-European and one-third looks to the East. We see that it is not the case. The left-wing parties have more votes than the right-wing parties, said Ion Tabirca. Seen as a test for the pro-European policy of President Maya Sandu, the local elections took place against the background of accusations of Russian interference, denied, however, by Moscow. The Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe said in a preliminary report that the entire campaign was distorted by an inflow of illicit foreign funds and monetary incentives used to influence the will of voters. Reuters writes that before the vote, the Moldovan authorities accused Russia of buying votes by channeling $5 million to what it called criminal groups led by fugitive businessman Ilan Shor, who was convicted in absentia for involvement in bank fraud in Moldova. Just two days before the vote, the authorities banned the Shor-linked chess party on security grounds, a decision that the OSCE believes limited voters' options. This was the last national vote in the Republic of Moldova ahead of the presidential election that will take place in November 2024. A year later, in 2025, parliamentary elections are scheduled. And that was Radio Newsreel. Focus on Romania. Next up in this broadcast is Song of the Day. Listen to Roxanne with her latest song, Infinite. Și zic, 
are listening to Radio Romania International. Inside Romania. Welcome. I'm Lucimara Simeon. Today's program is about Via Transilvanica. Street View is a popular service provided by Google Maps, available in more than 85 countries, including the Arctic and Antarctica. In Street View, people can see 360 degrees images from many places around the world. The service is also available in Google Earth and in the Google Maps app for mobile phones. The Street View service has been available in Romania since 2010, when the first images from the most important cities were published on Google Maps. Nationwide Street View coverage was achieved in 2012, when images were taken from 40,000 kilometers of roads, 39 cities and hundreds of tourist attractions. But if this whole story seems history by now, we can tell you that from this autumn, Via Transylvanica, the Romanian El Camino, can also be visited on Street View for a trial period, a road that unites. Elisabetta Moraru, a country manager of Google Romania, told us the story of choosing this route for exploration. We are here because Street View exists. There are places that you can see here and then go visit. The Brukenthal National Museum in Sibiu is there. Brown Castle, Alba Iulia Citadel. These are emblematic places for us and for the tourism we hope to generate. Street view also means innovation for us. There are a few places in Europe where we have images from the underground. And this year we have had the joy of doing an event in the Turda salt mine. We attended the launch of the images from the Danube Delta. We had the honor of doing the launch right from Mr. Patsakin's location, and we were not allowed to enter by car because it is a nature reserve and we innovated. We used a cart, that's why it's called Cart View, said Elisabetta Moraru. To take the panoramic images on Via Transylvanica, they used a tricycle dedicated to such projects of the recumbent bike type, equipped with an installation on which the panoramic camera is mounted. The whole shooting process lasted about a month and unfolded between August and September 2023. The head of the European Commission's representation in Bucharest, Ramona Kiriak, praised the project for the awards it won, and not only. 
Early this summer, we promoted two projects from Romania, Via Transylvanica and Pathfinders of the Waters. They were included on the list of 30 projects from 91 countries that won the prize for cultural heritage. These awards have been granted since 2002. They are a project of the European Union through Europa Nostra, and through which we aim to identify and promote the best practices for the preservation of the cultural heritage. And an even greater piece of news was that Via Transylvanica has recently won the EU Public Choice Award. This means that 27,000 European citizens voted for this project, which was in competition with another 29. Congratulations to the people from Tashulesa Social for all these distinctions, for the work and passion they show, as well as for the promotion of this Romanian El Camino, said the head of the European Commission's representation in Bucharest, Ramona Kiriak. Alin Ușeriu from Tashulesa Social told us the following. I am very glad to be here. I lived in Germany for over 10 years, and I hope things have changed in the meantime. But all the time I lived there, I did not see any positive article or show about Romania, and I set out to do something about it. This is how the Shulasa Social was born. 18 years have passed, and I think we have reached the second very important milestone, namely to make a project in Romanian society that is not based on fears, on catastrophes. We had some unforeseen funds, and we took andesite milestones and marked the Via Transylvanica, and it came like a tsunami over us, and in four and a half years we managed to lay 400 tons of andesite milestones, said Alin Oseriu. Next, work must be done on preserving and expanding a national infrastructure, because it is a project offered to Romania, as Alin Oseriu said and he invited his brother, Tibi Usheriu, to express his joy for the growth of the project. I would like to go back in time, say five years ago. I remember very well where we were with this route. We were on a path, we are trying to push the weeds aside, and we were wondering if we should take this way or that way. And I see today that there are people talking about this project also the people from Street View, and this is impressive. It's amazing to see things in perspective, where we were five years ago and where we are today. I'm happy about this Google Street View initiative because technology is moving forward, and I think it's a great invitation for those who are not very keen on walking, but know a lot about the technical side and they can see on Street View how cool it is in the digital world, and then say, I would like to go see what it looks like in reality. I think it is an extraordinary invitation and will certainly add value to this project, said Tibi Usheriu. The Via Transylvanica route starts from Bukovina, from Putna, crosses Transylvania and ends in Drobeta Turnu-Severina on the banks of the Danube River, and the first tour of Via Transylvanica can also be made on Google Street View. And that's all from Inside Romania. This is Radio Romania International. Cultural event.
Welcome to Cultural Event with me, Eugen Nasta. Tigru, Day of the Tiger, written and directed by Andrei Tanase, was included in the program of fourth edition of the Romanian Film Festival in Washington, venued by East Ridge Cinema, one of the best-known cinema theatres in the U.S. capital city. Winner of the Best Debut Film in the Romanian Film Day section as part of the Transylvania International Film Festival, TIFF 2023, Day of the Tiger enjoyed its world premiere in 2023 as part of the International Film Festival in Rotterdam, the Bright Future section. The film was inspired from an episode that occurred in Sibiu in 2011. Day of the Tiger was one of the 11 feature-length productions shortlisted for the 2023 edition of the Sarajevo Film Festival's official competition. Here is Andrei Tanase himself telling us how the idea of the film crossed his mind. It's true, it all started off from a real episode. It's about a piece of news I came across in 2011 when in Sibiu a tiger escaped from the zoo and walked about town for a whole day and about the surrounding forests. Unfortunately, the hunters and the policemen of the search team were unable to catch him alive and shot him dead. The video footage on the TV news had a strong impact on me. The images were very sad, with the tiger's corpse stretched in the forest. They were very sad. It was being surrealistic somewhat. You were watching that exotic special animal in a very familiar background in a Transylvanian forest, and the crowd standing agape and taking pictures of the dead animal. It was that particular image that prompted me to keep my hopes alive. I might write a story about it. I didn't know when it was going to happen. In a couple of years' time, I set about writing it, and it dawned upon me the chasing of the tiger was insufficient. Something more was also needed for the screenplay, and eventually the story had to be about people. And that's how the central character, Vera, was born back then, the veterinarian who was responsible for the escape of the tiger. Catalina Moga and Paoli Pate are the central characters in Day of the Tiger. When I write the screenplays, I don't write them with the actors in mind. Or at least something like that hasn't happened to me so far. The very moment I'm done with the story and we start the preparation ahead, it is not until that moment when, jointly with the casting director, I start thinking of various options for actors. As for Catalina Moga, I barely could put a name to a face. I knew her from the Ion Luca Caragiale Drama School in Bucharest, and when I started the casting, I thought of her, but also of Paoli Pate, who is the husband in the play. Then I began the casting proper. I summoned very many actors and actresses. They had their auditions, yet I felt the need to return to Catalina and Paul. Catalina Moga, I chose her, among other things, because of the energy she conveys. It seems to me there is something wild in her attitude, something close in her attitude to the tiger she loves. Apart from Catalina Mogen Paoli Pate, the cast of the movie also includes Alex Vela, Elvira de Atco and Bogdan Tulbure. And that was Cultural Event. Next in this program, Sports. Welcome, I'm Eugen Nasta with the Athlete of the Week. 
attention-grabbing in international women's tennis last week was the Champions Tournament in Cancun. Because of bad weather conditions, the competition came to a close as late as Monday, with Polish Iga Zwiątek emerging as winner. However, the international calendar has other tournaments on schedule, not so important events, however, such as the ITF tournament hosted by the Greek city of Heraklion in the island of Crete, an event with 40,000 US dollars in prize money. Of the Romanian women tennis players taking part in the competition, the best was WTA 307th placed 37-year-old Cristina Dino, who reached as far as the semi-finals. However, Dino was defeated by WTA 109th placed tennis player and top seeded in Heraklion, Diane Paris of France, 6-3-7-6. Irina Barra's performance in the doubles event was above par since in the final, Irina and Slovenia's Dalila Jakupovic outclassed the Romanian Greek pair made of Juana Gavrila and Safo Sakelaridi, 3-6-7-6-10-8. Reason enough for Radio Romania International to designate Irina Barra the Athlete of the Week. Irina Bara was born on March the 18th, 1995, in the town of Stey, Western Romania. It was not until 2015 that she made her debut on the main draw of a WTA tournament when she paired up with Mihaela Buzarnescu in the women's doubles event as part of a tournament in Bucharest. Irina's progress has been a constant one ever since, as in May 2019, she saw a record high in terms of WTA rankings being 56th placed. According to the As It Stands WTA Women's Doubles Table, Irina Bara is 120th placed. In 2021, Irina won the Women's Doubles Final as part of the WTA tournament in Cluj-Napoca, jointly with Georgian tennis player Ekaterina Gorgodze. Irina Bara's career best in women's singles occurred in 2020, when she reached as far as the third round in the Australian Open and the Roland Garros. At present, Irina Bara is 173rd placed, according to the WTA rankings. This week, Irina Bara is among the tennis players summoned by Romanian team's non-playing captain, Horia Teco, for the match against Serbia. The Billie Jean King Cup confrontation will be hosted by an indoor clay court in Kraljevo. Also part of the team are Jacqueline Cristian, Gabriela Ruse, Anka Todoni and Monica Niculescu. The winning side will prove its medal in the qualifiers for the Billie Jean King Cup's final tournament. And that's all from Sports Today. You can also access our sports items at rri.o and on Facebook. Living Romania You are listening to Radio Romania International. Welcome to Your Music. I'm Elena Enake. Today's program features song by the late composer Ion Vasilescu. We start with a song performed by the Radio Chamber Orchestra conducted by Radu Popa, a song entitled So.
We continue your music with another song composed by Ion Vasilescu, recorded in 1967 and performed by Aurelian Andreescu. The song, a hit in the 1960s, is entitled Sweet Girls in Bucharest. Însă cea mai dragă pe care o întâlnești E doar fetița mea din București Fetițe duci ca în București În toată lumea nu găsești Iubește drept în ochilor Și ai să citești povești de dor Și orice povești E cu un băiat și cu o fată Deci n-ai putea să nu iubești Fetițele din București Deci n-ai putea să nu iubești Fetițele din Margareta Puslaru will next perform a song entitled Heart is a Telephone. Its composer is Ion Vasilescu and the song was recorded in 1972. <laughs> Și n-ați presoare un cântece Cupidonul îți dă tonul Cum alo, alo Inimai un telefon Inventat de cupidon Ia sură la orice apel Și adună emoții fel de fel Inimai un telefon Inventat de cupidon Cine ți-e sortit dacă te-a găsit un cupidon e
spre soare un pintece În cupidonul îți dă tonul un alo, alo Do you have a date on Saturday evening? This is the title of the next song that I invite you to listen to, a song performed by Jean Moscopol, recorded in 1987 and composed by Ion Vasilescu. Luna n-are niciun rost, mas e rău că merge prost, Miercuri știi și tu că e zi de rost. Joi mi-e imposibil să te întâlnesc, Că mănânc cu nunți pe care-mi moștenesc. Vineri nu se poate, nu, că postesc și eu și tu, Numai sâmbătă putem să ne demram de Și dacă ne-o place, stăm chiar până în zor de zi, Duminică putem dormi Vrei să ne întâlnim sâmbătă seară Într-o fârciunioară la șosea Unde cântă un pian și o vioară Și unde nu ne vede nimenea Pereți, pereți, amorezații stau la masă Și nu văd nimic în jurul lor Curițe iau de consumații ce ne pasă Dacă-și fac jurăminte de amor Vrei să ne întâlnim sâmbătă seară Iară, într-o cârciunioară la șosea
Coming up next. People and places. Welcome to a fresh installment of People and Places with me, Mihaela Ignatescu. My guest today is Imane Elonen from the Department of Nursing Science of the University of Turku, Finland. She has recently traveled to Romania to start and implement in our country the Let's Talk About Children in Europe project. It's a three-year project that aims to disseminate and implement the Let's Talk About Children model in eight European countries, promoting positive parenting in families in vulnerable situations. Let's Talk About Children is a short, evidence-based, child-centered psychological intervention to promote mental health of children and prevent intergenerational transmission of issues by identifying strength, resources and everyday solutions for children, parents and their social network. The instrument, known as LTC, can be provided by a range of health, social care and education professionals. The project has just been launched in Romania under the auspices of the National Center for Mental Health and Drug Fighting. At the Kickstart event, I had the pleasure of talking to Mrs. Erlenen about this project and the implementation in Romania. It's uh, based on this uh, method, this Let's Talk About Children, LTC, that is uh, created by Professor Emerita, child psychiatrist, Tutis Olandaus. And they have together with uh, Mieli Aru, which is a, a mental health NGO in Finland, they have been uh, promoting and implementing this method in Finland for approximately 20 years already. And uh, it was uh, a dream sort of of theirs to start a project where they could bring it systematically in EU, the method. They contacted initially many countries, many collaborators that they knew from around the Europe and uh, selected the ones who first of all had the keen interest in being part of this project, who, who thought that in these countries it would be beneficial, it would be sustainable, it would be possible, but then also those who would demonstrate that they have the capacity of doing this kind of project, because this kind of uh, implementation, and especially the sustainability of this kind of project or the method, it requires lots of work, requires lots of enthusiasm. So they initiated it, but then they have uh, built it together with all of the partner organizations. There's altogether 13 organizations who are participating in this and they are from eight countries and Finland has two partners. We are the University of Turku is the coordinator so the all the practicalities so to say they go through us and uh, we also take care of that that the, all the project tasks are done as they should be and on correct time and then we have the home nest of the method is this Mieli Arir which is the mental health NGO that has the most expertise in this subject. Obviously, the implementation of such an intervention starts from a specific need, and I asked Mrs. Elenin which was that need. 
There needs to be a preventive measure for transgenerational mental health issues transfer and uh, and therefore, this is a method that it doesn't require lots of resources. It can be implemented on an individual level. It can be implemented with the low resources. Uh, the only, only resource is the time of the professional and time of the patient or client who is participating. And uh, in regards of that, that when you can do this implementation of LTC, you can bring lots of benefits to the families because in this method, you are giving voice to patients as part of their family you're giving voice to the children giving voice to the parents as parents and uh, the evidence has shown that this kind of building up the parents self-efficacy their self-esteem as parents is improving what they are doing as parents with the children what they what they are feeling what the children are feeling so that this is a preventive measure that is really easy to implement the Let's Talk About Children intervention brings about a change in paradigm. In a sense, when 20 years ago it was new, when it was initiated, it was new. When they first started with the method, they wanted to bring it uh, seen so that the, the children would be seen as part of the family who is struggling with mental health or some other health issues as well as it was brought up. And also that parents would feel that uh, they have right to be parents, that in spite of their problems, they are doing a good job as being parents and then find ways to help with the vulnerabilities of their family and of themselves and of the situation of the child, for example, and that they would get help with that. Strengths that they have, those would be emphasized and that gives them a soft power to carry them through difficult uh, paths. So in a sense, it was, at least in Finland, we didn't have that kind of culture that families and especially parents that are struggling would be supported with the strengths what they have. Rather, they were told that you're not doing a good job at being a parent. So that this was, uh, in a way, change of a paradigm that you would uh, start to go through the strengths and uh, giving support to the vulnerabilities. And I would say that uh, we are still working on getting LTC to all of the fields of health and social care. LTC brings about a change in paradigm and perception, and mental health issues in a family are no longer regarded as a stigma. I asked Mrs. Ölenen how can the success of such a tool be measured? There has been numerous research that has been conducted about the positive effects of LTC and there is in Greece, in Finland, in Japan and in Sweden there has been studies that there is benefits that can be measured with tools of mental health well-being and also they have uh, studied the possible adverse effects of the method but no adverse effects has been found and that's probably due to not a form of therapy but this is a form of a a short intervention that uh, is supporting the parent to find the strengths that they have. So that's why there is no risk of harm at any phase. The intervention has not been applied in Romania before, so the Finnish specialists are here to train Romanian specialists use it and then train others use it as well, as Mrs. Elenen explained in the end of our talk.
We are not doing anything, but we are offering the first trainings and uh, the team of uh, the Romanian experts, they are the ones who are implementing the method here. But we are providing the first training for the practitioners and as well we are providing trainer training so that in the end of the project, Romania would have some number. We are not exactly sure yet because this is all voluntary. <laughs> so we have to, have to take all this in consideration. But we are hoping at least 10 trainers who would be such experts in the LTC method that they could further train other professionals to become LTC practitioners. That's about all from people and places today. I now leave you in the company of music with Maria Georgiou and her hit Rainbow. I'm Mihaela Ignatescu. Thank you for listening. Cerul desprins de pământ ne cuprins, tu ești cerul curvat, podul de ape revărsat peste nori, împlinit în culori. Tu ești mai mult decât știi, tu ești tot ce eu am uitat, tu ești ce aș putea deveni, de fapt, tu ești cerul spălat, unde lungă așteptat. Din focul iubirii vom țese în cer Podul cel trainic plin de mister Podul cel trainic și cel sfânt Deasupra podului de pe pământ Un curcubeu e sufletul meu Un curcubeu cu tine Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. And now to end this broadcast, listen to Antona Kitsei with the round dance from Botoshan in northeastern Romania. Hey, hey, la flămâns pivali, azi-i hore mari, joacă prin trecuti, flăcăi și fieti multi, Covinit din șeptisati, sângea și pântii noptate, Ivătutii și saltate, frunzătii granate, Dar dipidalurii dipivăi, o vinit azi mulți flăcăi, Și cu fieti bujorei, frunzăi dipivăi. Covinit din frumușica, sângea și cu făpătuta, Și-o vinit din la Bărșescu și răsunii din șopșesă, Că vor atarii frumoase, nu timpul să stai acasă,
făcut jocul, bată la norocul și în los cu aspilumi, ai bămândru numi. Când astăzi la ora mari, o vinități gospodari, se bate cu șismatari, frunzii din carare, ca să joace nevestili, orili și sărbili, și să joace dintre cutii, frunze, flori mărunti. Nici un moșteșei, din mână cu nepoțăi Uite și văpoțelii, în rând cu nepoatelii Ciubotile m-am șerbânte, dar nu m-a lăstit bădute Ciubotile roma strâng, mai da jocna inti și strâng Așa cobzari, dar zi-i orașei mari Cam șugă din alte, ei șaștea pe jucate Să nu oprești cânticul, când-i braca sufletul Cu mine să nu faci glumi, frunze fii al lunii Dar ți-am dat bani, ți-am dat cășule Și câte-i vântăuturi Să-i mai da și un cojoc, dar să nu stai din loc Trage-mă-i cu foc de struni, că stă în loc atâta lumii Chiar vin And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next programme for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11.630 kHz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programmes tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21.470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.ro. Goodbye. <laughs>